solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 14 The Unforgivable Curses Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this, this is Potter, Potter Watch. Watch. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. It feels like a really long time for us, but for you, it's only been a sweet, sweet seven days. <laughs> or maybe you're listening back to back and it's been moments. Oh, I hope someone likes listening to our voice enough to just want to keep listening. Moments ago. That's from a musical. <laughs> it's from um, the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella. I was just going to say it's from Cinderella, yeah. Minutes ago I met you. What a beautiful musical. Oh, yes. Great. Right. Everyone agrees. Speaking of musicals. Oh, yeah. I've got a little I treat. I forgot. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. So, um... This is a uh, advertising technique. Um, please roast me if you hate it. Um, I have rewritten the esteemed Hogwarts school song to be about um, promoting the podcast. Um, my tune is not great. It's wonderful. But um, my lyrics I are... will be an audience member for this. Molly does not want to go on this journey with me, and once you hear what I have to say, you might understand why. I'm okay. conducting. Potter watch, Potter watch, potty, potty, Potter watch, once reviews, please. Whether they be critical or gushing happily, our egos could do with filling. <laughs> With five stars on iTunes. <laughs> That's all I have, guys. <laughs> wow. That was hey, amazing. Guys, I can sing. I don't know what it those is. Those first couple lines were beautiful. Yeah, though. those last couple, I think I started too high. Yeah, I think maybe start down here. But it's like, what were they thinking when they wrote that anthem? Wow. Do people they have haven't like gone through puberty. Magic. Oh, you're correct. A lot of them, at least. You're correct. They're 11, a lot of them. That makes sense. But I feel, I have a feeling Angelina Johnson had a rough time. Wow, why you gotta call her out like I just, that? it was me. I just was thinking about me. I identify with she Angelina. She probably second lower and like went into a beautiful belt. Mm. Uh, only the best for Angelina. <laughs> I only expect the best from her. But that is to say, um, I'm gonna be writing um, more of these songs to try to engage the audience and to um, really help get us to our mission of 100 reviews on iTunes. Um, it or takes... submit your own and we will play it. Oh, yes. Please, 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 please submit your own and we Send will play it. Send it as a quick little audio file. An audio file or submit lyrics with like a tune and um, we will do our best yeah, to like, perform Yeah, like row, row, row your boat. Like write, write, write that review. Like you can see why I'm not doing it, but like you no, guys are No, that was brilliant. great. That was really great. <laughs> so um, look forward to that in the coming weeks. <laughs> There's a podcast I listen to where they have listeners submit a theme song every single week, and they get hundreds, and it's amazing, and they always pick these, like, really great ones. Some of them are funny, but um, I wish we could be at that caliber. I mean, they literally started HeadGum Network, so I get it, but, like, yeah, we could be there. We could. We could. I, one of these days, 
Um, I'm going to get Molly to participate with me. Yeah. Maybe, like, a lower register. Definitely. Because that one was even, like, it was very, I was struggling. I'll do the bullfrog part in the other. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You should do it. That was so good. (laughs) Alrighty. Let's get right on into this chapter. How are we listening to this chapter? What creature did they put the spell, the unforgivable spell on? A spider. A spy. Duh. A spider. (laughs) Yes. That's, yes, um, that's a little tease to a later, little tease in this for book. later in this book. Wow, way, way to go, way to go. Alex side-eyed me like, what the fuck? Well, I didn't know what you were doing. I know, I know. And then you said the duh part, and I like, got it, but I was very confused. My That is one of my favorite things of Harry, like, just being so thrilled yeah, that about he figured it. it out. Honestly, I would be too. Imagine... Being in a world where Hermione does all your heavy thinking and then you have to, like, use your brain for the first time. You would feel really proud of him. I was really proud of him. (laughs) Um, So, um, before we jump into our notes, Molly, um, oh, well, first let's talk about the name of the chapter. So, we're doing chapter 14 today, The Unforgivable Curses. What did you call it? Spider's flee before them. Ooh. It's sad. callbacks. The spiders are, like, they have a rough time in this chapter. Ooh, yeah. I, I was not a, I, like, I felt sad for them. I did like the amendment in the movie to just having one spider. Yeah. It makes more sense. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why that was important for me to say, but it does make more sense. Yes. Um. Sorry. Although I, you... I'll, I'll get to that in my notes. Okay. Um. <laughs> What did you I renamed my chapter Triggered and Defense because if you know what happens in this chapter, um, Barty Crouch Jr., Neville, and Harry are all very triggered by this lesson. Okay, but, like, Barty Crouch does it to himself. Yeah, he does, but, like, I'm saying, like... I'm just saying he's not my champ this chapter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um... But, um, wow, that, so... Triggered and Defense. It was, I, I just liked the, like, that it fit, it not fit nicely, like, none of it's nice, but, like, that there were, like, there was somebody. So many layers. That, so many layers in this chapter. This chapter, oh, so intricate. Like, can't wait to start talking about it. I see what you're saying, like, each curse really affects one One person person in the room, and you don't know about Barty Crouches until later in this book. Yes, but you can visibly see now. Oh, right, right, right. Like, but. But you don't know why. Right, exactly. But. It just, exactly. So when you reread this book and you see that, like, the deep layers of this chapter, mm, to quote Shrek, like an onion. Mm-hmm. Um, or like sorry, to quote, to quote Donkey. Yeah. No, no. No, no, Shrek, Shrek. is the He's onion. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they make you cry? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 it is Shrek. Shrek, okay. Okay, um, so I'll do my haiku first because I don't think it's very good. I just, I, guys, I was telling Alex, I'm not feeling very creative with my haikus lately. I don't know why I just feel like the need to list things, but, um, here's my, here's my try. Okay. Um, curses on spiders, unfortunate predictions, Sirius's return. That's not a bad haiku. I know, but I feel like I've, I've peaked. I don't think you've peaked. (laughs) 
or I'm going through a lull because I, I just feel like I've gotten more fun with it before and this didn't feel very fun. Well, this isn't a very particularly fun chapter. That's true. That's true. Have you watched, have you been watching um, Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler's new show? Bitch, I told you about that I show. know, but I didn't know if you had like finished, finished it. it. Okay, I finished it too. That was an aggressive B word, but I, I mean, like, saying. it's fine. Like, credit where credit is due. I should have like, <laughs> let you know. But... Um, remember that episode when, no spoilers, but, like, a contestant is, like, feeling like she's really, like, used up her creative yes. energy, and she, uh, like, finds it. I think you just need to, like, find it again, like, love her. her. I love her, too. Um, but at, also, plug, please watch that show. Making it. it making it. It's so, NBC. so, so good, and all I want to do is wear a million different kinds of the same overall. Oh, my gosh. I want, I, I almost bought overalls. They were in my hand at H&M. And I put them back. I just... <laughs> How could you? Or Forever 21 or something. I was like, I just... I don't know if I'm actually going to wear them. Except for like one time. And then not wear them. I know I'll wear them. I'm an overall person. Like, I have a personality to wear overalls. My mom threw away my one pair of shorter alls. And it... It... It's a dramatic time. Oh my god. I came, word. I returned back from I'm Kentucky. My pearls. Yes, I returned back from <laughs> Kentucky and my shorter rolls are nowhere to be found. And I, when I say throw away, I don't think she threw them away. I think she put them in a bag for the Goodwill. Cause she's like always giving bags away to Goodwill. And she a lot of my summer clothes she's given to Goodwill without my knowledge. And shorter alls, like, you don't mess with my shorter alls. They're the yeah, only pair of shorter alls that I've ever They weren't cheap either. No, and they were the only ones I've ever found that fit me right. Yeah, because that's my thing with overalls. I feel like they're really unflattering a lot of times. I think that pregnant women look amazing in overalls, and I will be wearing them probably when I'm pregnant. I When I'm <laughs> pregnant, I feel like I will look the best I've ever looked. Well, I won't care. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm pregnant! Yeah, exactly. It's like, please, try to tell me my outfit's crazy. I'm pregnant. I can't wait to just wear whatever. But then you have to, like, yeah, it's going to be a hassle no matter what. But <laughs> You guys won't know what I'm talking about on the podcast. But, oh, well, one person will, Christian, if you ever get to this point. So um, I'm in Spring Awakening right now when I play Ilsa. And at the end, I come out in this flowered crown. Mm-hmm. And somebody who saw the show informed me that with the dress that I'm wearing plus the flower crown and um, my hair is like very curly if you didn't know what I look like. But it's very curly. And they said I look like Beyonce's baby announcement. Oh my god. <laughs> the biggest compliment. I know. I was like, um, yes, I would love to be glowing. But, um. I mean, the stage lights on your face, like you are. <laughs> I'm, I... Uh, yeah, it was the biggest compliment, but, um, I was cracking up. Um, wow, I don't even know what tangent we just went on, but, um, um, yeah, so my, my, hi- watch making it, <laughs> watch making it, my haiku is not a haiku at all, so I really like this chapter, but I couldn't, like, condense it down to a 575, so I did a, I think it's called a taka. It's a five seven five seven seven. Yeah, it's a five seven five seven seven. What is it called? A Tonkin. I'm gonna look it up just so I don't make a fool of myself. We all remember onomatopoeia. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it was last week. What a petty call. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was supposed to be in jazz. <laughs> it was all in good fun. Oh yeah, it's called a Tonka. 
Okay, I was correct. Yeah, I didn't even know what this was, so Alex is way more on top of it than I am. It's called a tonka. Okay, so um, here is my tonka. A hard first lesson, control, torture, and murder. Not all are okay. Troubled by thoughts of family, spews born, and padlets coming. Wow. 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 You were so sweet about mine. Why? (laughs) What? I was really inspired by this chapter, okay? I I mean, I have a lot of deep dives today. Yeah, like... I also developed a new fan theory, but I'm waiting to use it. For a... For for when they actually do the Imperious Curse. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I... Are you trying to get me to guess it? You're giving me No, I'm like, I want to tell you. Just and I, tell I might me. say it when we get to it, but like, I want to go deep dive on the actual chapter. Okay. I was going to say, like, you could say it now, and then when we get to it later, the readers or listeners will already, like, have it in their brain mind. Yeah, I'll say it. Well, like, there is a part where I thought of it. Yeah. So I'll say it then, but then I'll go, like, more deep dive. Um, I'll end up probably just talking about it, but I'll talk about it again then. I just, I I don't, I, it was so exciting when I Is this going to be another mind blown thing? Honestly, I don't want to build it up too much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it might be, like, it really blew my own (laughs) Not to chew my own horn or anything, but I was just like, oh my god. Okay, we're building it up, guys. Pull back, pull back. Pull pull it back, pull it back. Okay. All right. I'm sweaty. So, um, my first note, just to, like, bring us back down to earth, says disemboweling. Yes. <laughs> the toads. <laughs> like, That's Snape, my first note. Snape, what? What the duck does that entail? That like, is my note. Oh! Oh! Snape. Why? Um, yeah. Does that just mean, like, taking it apart? Like, literally pulling out its in- intestines? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it, to remove the bowels. But I think it's more than that. Like, I think they're gutting it, basically. Because they use parts of the frog and potions. We had to dissect a pig in biology. I refused. Well, we had a vegetarian in our group, so she just sat out. But I was head cutter, no big deal. Head surgeon. (laughs) Why are you proud of this? Like, I just gave Molly the most disgusting look. She had, like, the broadest smile on her face she was like i was the head cutter i'm just saying like a lot of the guys in the class were all like squirmy and i wasn't so i felt like such a strong woman yeah i understand that feeling i elected to do that if you were a vegetarian you couldn't sit out because it was like a big part of our grade but you could they had an online version that you could take oh well she still had to be like in the room i think but like she didn't have to get like into it but ours was a cat yeah, I've heard of that, but uh, it was actually sad for ours because they're like, um, like they haven't been born yet, pigs. Uh, uh-uh. why do you do that? Nobody should have to do that. I, Everyone should do the online version unless you're gonna be like a vet or a doctor or something. I think um, something had happened to them, which is why they ended up in our lab. Like it was natural-ish, I think. Um, but some people do, like, um, an eye of a creature, which I think I wouldn't be able to do that. You couldn't, di- like, take off a head? But I didn't you- take off a head. You said I went you into cut the stomach. head. I didn't say that. I thought you said head cutter. Like, head of, like, head surgeon. <laughs> I thought you literally 
chopped oh, no. off oh, this Oh, wow, pig's... that's so much worse that I smiled at that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no. oh, okay. More like um, an autopsy kind of thing. I understand. Like, you were, like, leader of cutting. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Good thing you clarified. Yeah, no, I was, I was head surgeon, I'll say. Okay, I was... I was basically a doctor, guys. <laughs> I was picturing like a not very a vet, a Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Ooh, no, no, I, I don't think I could do that. Actually, that's really icky. Yeah. Wow, I'm glad. I'm glad that was no. We like too. pulled out the intestine. Blah. It was actually pretty cool. <laughs> In college, I we did this thing where we like were experimenting on like creatures that we found in like lakes and stuff like that. Science of water. I'm familiar. All right. Well, <laughs> in science of water, we were doing that, and we had a vegan who was in my group who like ended up being my friend. But um, we accidentally killed one of the creatures, which they were all gonna die because we took them out of their habitat. But she like cried. She had to like remove herself from the classroom. It was very sad. We were like, okay. Wow. Way to bring it down. You're laughing. You want to laugh. I'm not laughing. It's, I'm making... You're making a face. <laughs> I'm laughing at you getting so somber. <laughs> which isn't funny. It's a very somber chapter, though. We should be more in that headspace. Getting in the mood. But, like, before... In the moody? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say in, to my next intimate encounter. I'm like, I'm in the moody. <laughs> The least sexual character. Oh, yeah? Well, not least. I'm going to get all the bait. Okay. <clears throat> um. Ooh, it is hot. <laughs> is is that hot? what else is sweating? It is, it is anybody, uh, you got me all on the moody. I'm not here. <laughs> I think we'll just, we'll just take five, guys. <laughs> okay, and we're back. Uh, so, I'm going to start us off with a fun new segment. Alex has no idea this is coming. Okay. It's like truth or dare, but it's... Well, no, it's not like truth or dare. I don't know what the game is, but it's... I love games, though. Let's play. <laughs> Real Moody or Barty Crouch? <laughs> so, like, is what he's doing... Is it like truth or dare? <laughs> no, no, no. What? That's why I said it's not. It's just like one or the other. It's like true or false. It's like true or false. It's the game, true or false. <laughs> I'm crying. Okay. It's so fun. It's like real or not real. Yeah. For true any or false. of you like Hunger Games fans. Oh, okay. Don't know, but um, um, I'm yes. on board. I'm here. So just like when Moody slash Moody Crouch does something. No. Um, is it real Moody or is it Moody Crouch? My notes are very in line with this game. Cool. So. Same. So I was like the whole chapter. But my first one to this was um, not like putting your wand away and doing like a really practical lesson. I say real Moody. Real Moody. But first... <laughs> But first... I don't know why, but I'm, like, thrilled that we're doing <laughs> I have, like, a note... Oh, okay, sorry. ...about clawed foot. Clawed. It says clawed wooden foot. Can we talk about this? What um, does that mean? I just think that there's, like, not a foot, but, like, not just, like, a circle on the leg. Like, there's a bit of a... There Are there claws on it? 
Or has it been clawed? Like, kind of, like, clawed, but not, like, by an animal, maybe, but, like, so it kind of, like, goes flat. Like, almost like a paw. Yeah, that's weird, Moody. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's supposed to imitate more of a foot. Oh. See, I... I like the description of him better in the book, because in the movie, he's too, like, modern, almost. It's, like, all metal and stuff. Yeah. Or, like, he has, like, an actual amputee, like, not an amputee's foot, but, like, a A prosthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Where this is, like, more pirate-esque. Mm-hmm. Arg. (laughs) The claws just threw me off. That's all I have. I don't know. That's just how I saw it in my head, was more of a... A mix between, like, a peg leg, but, like, maybe, like, a little bit more fleshed out. <laughs> wow, you were just on it today. I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't had wine in a while. <laughs> <laughs> My next note says, Molly, I love Moody. When he smiles at Ron and talks about, like, getting, like, information from Remus to be, like, a better teacher and, like, what they've learned and stuff like that. Like, he's, like, a good D-A-D-A teacher. I have that question later. Um, well, I have, like, five, like, I have a five-point note later. <laughs> I, okay. I said it's, like, less than a minute into class, and he's a better, like, D-A teacher than, like, anyone besides Lupin. So, like, Lockhart or Quirrell? Yeah! Not a good standard. But it's supposed, it's like a no, cursed I, position. Thing. I think he, so, I don't know. I Well, first I said I love that Lupin sent that letter. Me first too. of all. Like, I, I've never, I've always heard that line before, but I really thought about it same. this time. I was like, oh, Lupin wants to be, like, I Look, it makes uh, me so upset every time I think about the fact that Lupin is not a teacher. Oh, I, oh, I have, I, oh, God. Okay, I don't mean to this derail us again, but I made a mistake. So in tech week, before my show opened, I decided to start the longest fic I've ever started. And by start, she means read, because that can be confusing. Oh, yeah, I didn't write it. Um, I started reading one, and it take, it starts at the Marauders when they're 11, and it goes through their entire arc, and... Guys, it is an emotional roller coaster. I am just all a sadness. I'm like crying. I will give Molly the link to put it in the description of this episode. It's so so good. It's written by um um one of the like leading people on Tumblr in the whole um Wolf Star fandom. Like, um, share it on our Facebook or something. I'll share it on our Facebook and it'll be it'll be great. But I <laughs> Just, like, go into it with a heavy heart, because it does follow the canon in terms of everything that happens with the characters, and look, I love Lupin so, so much, and I love them all. Uh, Peter's still a piece of shit, because she does a really good job of characterizing him as a part of the friend group, so makes me hate him even more, but... So it goes into, like, present day? Huh? Well, not present day, because none of them are alive. Right, but I mean it goes until their deaths, I mean? Yes. Okay, but it starts out. It starts when they're eleven. Okay. So right now where I That's am, a really they're in six. It's fit. it's a long thing. It's over a hundred chapter, a hundred and seven chapters long. And put that it, into context of how much a normal fan okay. Fiction would be. So let me put this in context that the read the listeners might understand. So. It's not a finished fic yet. Like it hasn't been completed, and it is longer than almost all of the Game of Thrones books that have been published. 
combined? No, 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 no. Like, what, like there's only one Game of Thrones book that is longer than oh, this okay. But, like, in a normal fanfiction that you've read, how many, like, chapters would it be? Well, it dep- some chapters are longer than others, but these are long-ish like, chapters. Like, you said 107 chapters. Yeah, so, like, I... I read a lot of, like... Like, 30? So, like, usually I'll read, like, a 50K fanfic, which is, like, 50,000 words. And this one is more, like... Like an actual book. 500,000. Well, like, a 50K is longer than the first Harry Potter book. Okay. So, like... Mo- You're, like, throwing numbers at me, and I'm, like, Sorry. trying to keep up. It's, like, all done by, like, word count. So, okay. But, like... Makes I, sense. And I don't have that word count on the top of my head. No, but no, that's fine. I just... Yeah, I think we get it. It's it's very long and it's not even finished yet. And I probably longer than the fifth Harry Potter book. Definitely longer than the fifth Harry Potter book. Because that's that would be the longest book. Yeah, like Game of Thrones books are longer than the Harry Potter books. It's are they? Yes. No, I think because they're paperback, they look smaller. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of word count, they're a lot more because the words are smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But um. But yeah, it is it is a long fic. Did but you finish up to where she's at? No, I'm st- I'm in year six right now. Um, okay. but there, it's so well written. Like it feels like very very canon, and I don't say that often because fan fiction like really has its own sort of like. Well, I guess we can invite them to help us with the TV show. Yeah, like assist. I mean, she's great. She's a, <laughs> she's really really great. Also, like. I've been leaving a lot of comments, and she thinks my comments are really funny, so, um, so, and today I, like, saw that she, like, gave me kudos on one of my fics, so I was, like, flying high. Wow, that's so sweet that she, It was really nice. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, anyway, Um, humble brag over. About the Lupin letter, though, do you think that he sent it to Hogwarts, or, like, sent it to Moody's home, and, like... Moody Crouch, like, found it. See, I... Because I think he found it. And I think that's sneaky and I like it. I like it for it being sneaky. Yeah, I'm thinking... So you think he, like, agreed to do the, like, Hogwarts professor thing before, you know... Because, um, what's his name? Amos knew, because he said, and he's supposed to start his new job today on top of everything. So he knew that he was going to be working there. Yeah. And so did um, Voldemort slash yeah. Crouch. So, I, yeah, I think, I, I mean, I we have no evidence for it, but I do think that, that he maybe he found it or he was following um, Yeah, because I have some questions about he that. He has a too. lot of, like, information about Moody, so it seems like he was spying on him for a long time. Yeah. To get all of this information. I said it's also funny that he would take, like, attendance. It just seems funny to me. <laughs> Like something as normal as take attendance. Um, I have a note about the Imperious Curse. Are you there? Um, no. Okay. Well, yes, but no. Go ahead. The first time Ron has ever raised his hand in class <laughs> is when he raises his hand to tell Moody about the Imperious Curse. And I think this is a testament to how much Ron is, like, excited to be in this class and, like, excited about Moody, you know? Yeah. He also probably has never known the answer before, but... Right, or felt, 
even encourage either him or Harry. Like, they never feel inspired to, yeah. like, participate in class, which is their their fault. Um, but do you think that it's a um, clue or something about um, Arthur? Because we talked on another episode that that was a fan theory that Arthur was um, potentially under the Imperious Curse during the First War. And if, because I think a lot of people use that line. Wow. Oh, oh, right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That, that, I do have that note, but, um. No, sorry. I'm going to say that later. This line was, do you think that this was a screw up of him saying, yeah, I'm only staying the one year? Like, do you think that was a slip up? Um, because how would he know what Moody agreed to? Oh, and that's my line. Do you think he, like, tortured him for information? Yeah. But do you think Moody would have given anything up? Like, real Moody. Um. I don't think so. Maybe he used, like, oh, Veritas Because he is good at potions, because he's making that polyjuice potion all the time. But can you just refuse to talk when you're under Veritas No, Sierra? you have to talk. Really? Yeah. That's the whole point of it. I thought it just, like, if you talk, you have to tell the truth. I think you, and uh, I think you are, like, compelled to talk. Okay. Like, you can't, like, like, if you open your mouth to breathe, you have to talk, eventually. Interesting. Or, like, you have to answer that question yeah. when somebody asks. Um, well, so maybe he used Veritas Serum, but I did think that was... I wonder if, one, he either slipped up by saying, I'll only be here a year, or if he knew that Moody had agreed to only being there a year, or if that was common knowledge, like the ministry knew or something. Yeah, I feel like Moody might only agree to a year, you know? No, it totally makes sense, but, like, that could easily be, like, well, wait, like, if because people are going to be like, oh, he's only staying a year. Like, that would get back, yeah. you know, around. And Dumbledore could get It suspicious. also, it could be a slip, too, because, like, Voldemort knows that he cursed that position. Like. I know. No, I don't think he did. Vol you don't think, you don't think Voldemort cursed the position? Mm-mm. I think it was, like, um, like, old magic kind of thing. I don't know. I thought. I, I thought it was canon that Voldemort cursed that position because oh. he yeah that's canon. I thought it was like incidental, like by by Dumbledore refusing Voldemort. It no, ended up cursing. Voldemort like curses the position because he doesn't get it. Oh, I, that's how I've always read it. I never read it like that. Because like, why would the school feel loyalty to like Voldemort? I thought it was just some sort of like clash between Dumbledore and Voldemort, and like I don't know, like it just like magic <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I think it was like intentional, like Voldemort Man, cursed what does the that position. Curse look like yeah. But then, I like, it died when he died. Died. That's why I think it's not... Because it does die when he dies, presumably. Yeah. I feel like J.K. Rowling has spoken about that. Yeah, because Harry should have taken it. Off. Yeah. Everything is set up for Harry to be the DADA teacher, but it's fine. Hmm. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it. It's intense thinking about... Um... Barty's, like, past with the Imperious Curse and the intensity in the way he talks about the Imperious Curse. We could put in, like, a clip. Okay, wait, I'm not there yet, though. Oh, sorry. I have 
Hold on, okay. Oh, well, he keeps using... He's leaning heavily on using Dumbledore's name, I feel like. Real Moody slash is this Marty Crouch Moody. Well, like, constant vigilance also gets thrown around a lot. Yeah. Um, but, so, what I think, personally, that when he refers... Well, Dumbledore thinks that's his tell that he's lying. Mm. I think he's using Dumbledore's clout to cover <laughs> him. If somebody, it seems iffy, he's like, oh, well, Dumbledore, because he does it with the ferret scene, too. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, so I think, because people don't question Dumbledore, especially the students. Yeah. They're not going to question him. It also seems, like, real Moody, too, though, because Dumbledore is always having Moody's back in terms of, like, when Moody messes up. Dumbledore is, like, coming to his aid, I think. But that was Arthur that did that. That wasn't Dumbledore. Yeah, but I thought, I thought it said that, like, Dumbledore had, like... I think Dumbledore does respect Moody, but I don't think we've really seen that. Not seen it, but, like... Or even heard about it. Did they, didn't they talk about that earlier? But he, Bill says he's an old friend of Dumbledore's. Yeah. That's all. I don't know. But, um... Because he just says, like, um, apparently the ministry doesn't think you should, but Dumbledore thinks differently of something. Yeah, I also think, like, that seems, like, in line with Moody, real Moody. Like, real Moody doesn't trust the ministry, but real Moody trusts Dumbledore. Like, they're usually probably in agreement on, like, being anti-ministry. I, I'm... I agree with that, but I do think that he's lying that he talked to Dumbledore about it. Oh, yes, I do too, but I'm saying, like... So that's what I'm saying. It's, like, a, a tell that he's lying. Like, he never actually talked to Dumbledore about it. Anytime he says, well, Dumbledore thinks so, or, you know, Dumbledore yeah. this. Um... And then, okay, so then this is my note about Arthur... Um, because he says your dad would know all about this one, gave the ministry a lot of time. And we talked about this, about there's like a fan theory that Arthur may have been under the Imperius curse. Mm -hmm. Um, and that this is the line that people like draw upon, I think. But I still don't think he was. I don't think he was either. Um, and then just sidebar, J.K. Rowling set up too much with the Imperius curse. I think she dug herself a little bit of a hole here, because it's like... It's too much power to use the Imperius curse. You can, like, lean on that for a lot of things. You're like, oh, well, they were under the Imperius curse. Or why don't you just Imperius curse them? And I think she protects it a little bit by saying it's, like, an illegal curse. I mean, but I think but... that about all of the unforgivable curses. Like, the death curse can literally not be stopped. Like, Harry's the only one that stops it. So it's like, like you. there's no counter curse for but it. But there's, like, people are not... Most people don't go around murdering people, but, like, the Imperious Curse, like, you could just, like, force somebody to do something. Yeah, but it's, it's, but it's, like, a leak, like, I feel like people probably use it, but it's, like, on the same level, I feel like, as, like, rape. Like, it's, like, the same way people don't go around murdering people. I feel like you don't go around forcing people to do things against their will. Right. Like, I think it's morals that stop people, but I think, um, she opened up a lot by, like, you know, opening this curse up. You know what I mean? Or yeah, or I don't know. You disagree? Like you I disagree. kind of disagree. Yeah, I, I only because I think there are like Muggle equivalents. Like, 
it's like you could always like drug someone or like it's sort of like framing someone and people use that excuse like a lot like when they're trying like to get I was out of framed. like yeah or like I was drugged or I was under the influence like or they were making me do it which is sort right. of like her equivalent like why it gave a lot of people issues back in the day right. was because people were like, oh, I wasn't really on Team Voldemort. I was under the Imperius curse. Like, yeah. I think that's really interesting because right. it also, I think it, it's her failsafe for why, like, Lucius Malfoy and all of these people weren't in the ministry. And then I think it, like, really ties in well with this book with the whole, like, Barty Crouch Jr. being, like, all of them are cowards. They, like, didn't stand with their loyalty to the Dark Lord when things went under. Yeah, I think I meant, like, it kind of opens a can of worms, because, like, you could just say that all Death Eaters could just start, like, impurising everybody. Mm. But it could be that it, it it's not easy to do, but, like, Harry masters it really fast in the seventh one, and he's not known for, like, mastering curses fast. Yeah, like I also does think it pretty quick. what's different about the Imperious Curse, which is nice that she sort of saves herself in, is that they learn, like, it at 14 how to, like, fend off the Imperious only Curse. Only he does, But though. he only, he's successful, but, like, they, like, uh, I'm saying, like, it must be some, it's, like, something that you're capable of learning how to be able I to fend off. I think it kind off. of gets weaker, like, the longer you're under it. Like, you do start to fight it off. But, like, I don't think most people do. Yeah. Um, like, I think Harry's really rare. And I think even Barty Crouch or Barty Crouch Sr., it's, like, not normal. Like, you know, because, like, Barty Crouch Jr. has been under it for decades. Yeah. I mean, and they do use it a lot. Like in like in defense of what you're saying, like in the seventh one, yeah. they use the Imperial. That's what the I Death mean. Eaters do use it. And so do like Yeah, so it's like the, she sets it up, but like then like she does have people use it like you're saying. Like I feel like more than anything else. Yeah. I, so like I don't know if she she she's written herself into a hole or if it's just like, like she's that's just really yeah. sucks like yeah. it's just like a spell that but it's almost not I unrealistic. thought it was like too powerful for her like you know there was something else that we talked about I was like it's like too powerful she had to like kind of like put it back well, in well definitely the time turners she yeah, had to yeah. like destroy them all to make it so that right. they didn't try to go back in time and kill Voldemort right, or exactly. nobody had yeah <clears throat> yeah I do think it's kind of like that. But yeah, I started going on this whole, like, journey with, like, the forgivable curses and, like, Harry and, like, the first time he uses it right after Sirius dies, and I think that's a real turning point for Harry. Oh, yeah, that's sad. It's rough. Because they talk about it in this book about how, like, how bad, even Moody is, like, how bad it is and how you should never use it, and, like, and how you Harry uses it. it pretty cavalierly after that. Not, not Crucio or anything, but, like... He does use Crucio. Only on Bellatrix. On Bellatrix. That's what I mean, like, but beyond that. Like, oh, like, he does it cavalierly. He, like, he only Imperios, um, he, the... like, an innocent goblin. The goblin, yeah. Which I think is really ducked up. I do think it's ducked up, but I also think, I like... I know why they're He had it. to... There was no other choice. Like, I feel like... There was there a choice, Molly. Like they I had to get I into the vault to kill Voldemort. Dicey. It's an unforgivable curse. Like where are you gonna draw the line? Like you had to kill this person to get there. Like you know where do you draw the line on an unforgivable curse? I think like I don't know. I think because it's the Harry Potter you series, just killed the goblin. You know? No, I think 
I think it's way worse to kill someone than to but like imperio they're, them. They're building these as they're all really bad and you shouldn't use any of them. So why use this one, I guess? Because like, this one, it's not like they don't intend to hurt him. It's like this goblin is in the way of getting to what they need to do. Like I understand like it is unforgivable, it, unforgivable to make someone do something against their will. But what they're making him do isn't going to like kill him or hurt him in any way. They just need to get to that vault. So I think the moral line for him in that moment is that like he's not hurting anybody. I mean in the movie he does get killed. Not in the book though. Not canon. Not canon. But you, I mean. And they didn't do the Imperious Curse knowing that that was going to happen even in the movie. Right, but like because they did it like I, no, you're right. I don't, I don't take the movie's version but I just mean like it's unforgivable like if you're going to you know, it's an unforgivable curse, like, period. And, it's mm-hmm. like, if you're going to make an excuse for that one, then you can make an excuse for, you know, Crucio, or you can make an excuse for, um, <laughs> um, um, or the killing curse, whatever. Like, you can be like, well, you know, I had to kill them because they were the only thing stopping me from X, or, you know. I also don't think in the time of war that they're in that that's, like, killing people is even that bad right now. Like, they've definitely killed people in the war. But not, like, Harry as, like, our moral hero shouldn't. I disagree. I disagree. I think... I get frustrated... He's be better than it. I, I think he's supposed to be better than the Unforgivables, yes, but I think I get frustrated with heroes when it's, like... But that's what they don't. I think they what, can't do what it takes to like achieve their goal. But I think that's goal. what makes them heroes. Like Dumbledore's not a hero because he does what it takes, and it's like not good. Like he's a. He I does think bad Dumbled- things. I would still consider Dumbledore a hero, but he's more of like a flawed, you know. Yeah. Not not an anti-hero, but like um, you know, he's not like this pure. Like I think Harry is supposed to be a pure hero. But see, I like Harry because he does that curse. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like I think that's what makes him more interesting. Like I think of Dumbledore and all the things he does so that Harry doesn't have to do make those choices. And like the re- he doesn't kill Stan because he like he uses yeah. Expelliarmus, and I don't. I think that's great. I think that's what makes Harry like this this like true. You know, and what I dislike about Harry, too, you know I, I get annoyed mm-hmm. at Harry, but that is why he is this, like, archetype that he I is. guess I don't see, I don't see using the Imperious Curse as, like, a divergence from that. Is, is my, but I guess, issue. Because I think, well, me, I don't know, but maybe you're not seeing it as bad as the other ones. I, I, I'm saying the action of Imperioing the Goblin isn't as bad as, like, if he had killed Stan. Yeah, I don't think those are equal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that's, like, an equal footing. I also think, in general... Because he wasn't going to kill Stan, he was going to stun him. Yeah. Which isn't, you know, a killing curse, but he would have died because of it. Yeah. And, well, I mean, he does Imperio that Death Eater tell him to go hide in a corner forever, and I'm pretty sure he dies. (laughs) Like... I mean, I don't know, but, like, he could just go get lost forever in Green Gods and probably will never come out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, I just, 
I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, he's a Death Eater. Like, I don't think he deserves to live, really. But. I don't, I don't care. I think the goblin is dicey because the goblin hasn't done anything wrong. But I definitely don't think in a time of war, like, they literally are soldiers and the world is going to end if they don't get this Horcrux. And I think they all know that at this point. Yeah. Like, I, also, I use Hermione a lot. the general public. I'm talking about, like, you know, our But I hero. think Harry, I mean, I think Harry has always had, like, lesser of a moral compass than Hermione. And Hermione doesn't like that he does it, but she doesn't argue. And she doesn't use, um, I don't, I she don't She doesn't think use she an, un- she doesn't use an unforgivable, but I'm saying, like, the fact that, like, like, Hermione, if she has a problem with something, she's gonna let you know. Yeah. And I think it's very, it's yeah, like, she does it's it, like when right. she turns the other way when they, when Harry, like, is attacking, what, Sirius? Or, what, no, or Snape? When, no, because they all attack I know what you're saying, though. Which, I, don't, which I don't know what Which part it is. is that, though? Where she, like, turns away. She's like... Oh, um... It's when they're about to kill Peter. Yeah. Not Harry, but... Yeah, yes, yes, yes. She just turns yeah, yeah. away. You know? So I think it's... I just... I do think it, it damages the idea of Harry being this pure of heart. Oh, I do think it damages that, but I like that it, I guess that's the difference, is that, like, I think it makes him more interesting and more capable of doing, it's more realistic, I think, also. Like, he's been through. I do think it's more realistic, and I don't think it, like, when I'm reading it, I'm not like, oh, God, how dare, like, I don't think it's that big of a deal, really, Mm -hmm. in the context of the story, but thinking about it now, like, in this chapter, and thinking about Harry doing it, and how that, Sirius's death really changes Harry and that that's the catalyst for him first using it and then he uses it after that and I I, I think my problem is he doesn't even really think twice about it. I think that's like what's sad about it. Like I don't have like a problem with it because I think it's good storytelling and I think it's realistic to his character. I really do think it's fine like I'm making the argument more for like it's how it it becomes just normal. Yeah that is sad. And I don't like that maybe yeah I do think it's like one of those situations where he doesn't have a choice in the matter but I do like I think it's it's not even like he thinks about another choice like it's just like oh I'll just imperious him no big deal yeah I think like there is but it is a big deal if you think about moody like or crouch really yeah moody crouch yeah yeah I think I think yeah it's it's hard it's like I just every time like I think about like heroes that like stick to that moral backing or whatever they just like really get on my nerves like in avatar the last airbender if any of you listeners watched that that's one of my main issues with ang is that he's so like morally superior that he doesn't like there are people that are killing people and he won't like in his final battle he can't like destroy the main yeah, it would villain. be like if, if Voldemort didn't die at the end. They were like, let's just put you in Azkaban. Yeah, like, it just it makes me so upset. And I'm like, come on, Katara learns to bloodbend, okay, Aang? Like, you can destroy the big bad. Yeah. But, um, but like, heroes like Buffy or Korra, just to stick in, theme, stick in the theme of Avatar, um, those heroes that, like, you have to see that, like, you at some point have to sort of, like, match the level of what you're fighting against to, like, get rid of them is sort of, like, a very interesting and, I think, important part of an arc because I think losing your humanity for, like, 
the sake of your mission or your goal is a part of that journey. I, yeah, and I think that Harry doesn't, like, let's look at the, with, um, what's his name, um, in the seventh one, mm-hmm. um, with Stan, so he disarms him instead of that, mm-hmm. but he would stun the other, like, he doesn't care if the other Death Eaters die, mm-hmm. be, he's not gonna use that Avra, but he'll, mm-hmm. you know, do things that will probably mean that they'll die, but, like, yeah, I think it's that the, um, L, or not the L, the goblin is an innocent mm-hmm. creature that he's doing this on, and honestly, if you, like, go deep down that rabbit hole, probably will be killed by the other goblins for, like, you know, leap, because they know that he was the one that took them into the vault or yeah. whatever. Like, if you really want to guess what might I don't happen. know if he'll be killed by the other goblins. I don't know what goblin or politics by is. Because Vol- doesn't Voldemort come to the bank and, like, kill a bunch of people after the Yes. Fact? So, I mean, I'm assuming... But they had to get that Horcrux, so it's not no, like... No, I'm so not like, saying the means don't... I'm, I'm just... The ends don't justify the means. Right. Yeah. And I think they do. Like, I do think he needed to do it, but I just mean, like... Harry doing it is different than any other person doing it because Harry won't even, you know, stun Yeah, Sam. yeah. But yeah. he, you know, it's just... I also think it's sort of, uh, as awful as this is going to sound, like, Harry knows Stan and he doesn't have any kin to this goblin, you right. know? Like... Yeah. Um, yeah, and I... I and this all the goblin thing happens after the whole stand thing where like Lupin like lays into Harry a little bit about being too nice and Harry stands up for it being like I'm you know I'm not yeah. gonna do this so to see Harry do it without thinking about it I think I think it actually just doesn't make sense with his character like I don't think they I don't know it does enough. he not think I I don't know I need to reread it I think yeah I mean I just I don't think they discuss it yeah like, there's no discussion about that we, the reader hears, you know? hmm And I think it's because she, like, kind of created the spell, like, Lucy, you see? <laughs> it's, like, I don't know. That, yeah. To come back to, to my back original to point, circle. it's like a loosey-goosey spell. Like, I'll, you know, it's, it can do too much. Yeah, I do think it is an extremely, potentially, like, the most powerful spell, yeah, um, I really do, because you can do so much with it. Like, when Moody says, just to bring it back to this chapter, Please. that it can make you <laughs> kill yourself. Yeah. Like, that's, like, real... Or, like, kill your best friend. Like, yeah. he doesn't say that, but, like... Mm. Yeah, it is... It's very rough. I just don't think Harry would do it. But he doesn't do it to kill... Uh, we can't talk about it anymore. I know, can't I'm we? sorry. I, I'm usually... <laughs> <laughs> like we need to stop discussing. <laughs> Get it's back fine. to the point. And maybe by the time we read this, I'll feel a different way. Yeah, I um, just I had to really like flesh that out in my head too. But I do think about Aang not killing the final boss in Avatar all the time. Like it really annoys. Me. <laughs> any um, please uh, message any other um, Avatar: The Last Airbender fans if that also pisses you off. Yeah. <laughs> or you love that part about him. Also, like, Grip Hook is the one, like, pushing it, and I don't like Grip Hook. See, I think Grip Hook's a piece of shit. Yeah. And he's the one being like, you have to do the spell now. Yeah. See, Grip Hook. But Harry does it. Because because Harry knows he has to. I know that's, 
what you're saying, then I agree that he does have to, but, like... And he doesn't have time to think on it too much, because if the other goblins are notified, then the whole I, plan yeah, goes Yeah, I know, I know, but it's just... So he makes a Gryffindor usually impulsive Harry's decision. Like, usually Harry's the one that's like, I'm not gonna do that no matter what the consequences are. Maybe, but he also makes really rash decisions when in... Like, I know he doesn't know what Septicempra does, but he does it in... In haste, and yeah. he do, and he knows what Crucio does, and he does it to Bellatrix in See, that anger. one doesn't bother me as that much. one doesn't bother me as much either. But it, I, it actually that one kind of bothers me more because it's definitely he, dark. It makes me feel like he a does it to intend like. But I feel pain. I feel what he's going yes. through there. Oh, whereas this God. doesn't feel like that. You can't, I guess. You can't go into I know. serious. I'm side. sorry. I just brought us back into it. I'm sorry. Um, Sorry to the listeners who probably were like, why are you parsing this out so finely? We said there was a lot of layers, like an onion. <laughs> um, it's so intense <laughs> thinking about Barty Crouch. I told, I said this already, this note, but like, just to bring it back, because that's my next note. Oh, yeah, like, to throw the quote in? Yeah. Okay. Moody jerked his wand and the spider rose onto two of its hind legs and went into what was unmistakably a tap dance. Everyone was laughing. Everyone except Moody. Think it's funny, do you? He growled. You'd like it, would you, if I did it to you? The laughter died away almost instantly. Total control, said Moody quietly as the spider balled itself up and began to roll over and over. I could make it jump out of the window, drown itself, throw itself down one of your throats. Ron gave an involuntary shudder. Years back, there were a lot of witches and wizards being controlled by the imperious curse, said Moody, and Harry knew he was talking about the days in which Voldemort had been all-powerful. Some job for the Ministry, trying to sort out who was being forced to act and who was acting of their own free will. The Imperious Curse can be fought, and I'll be teaching you how, but it takes real strength of character, and not everyone's got it. Better avoid being hit with it if you can. Constant vigilance, he barked, and everyone jumped. Moody picked up the somersaulting spider and threw it back into the jar. Thank you. Yeah, it's just like... So much it, rage. It makes me... Yeah, it just makes me so like... Because you find out later, and I also think it's such good writing. Like, yeah, this really whole is. chapter is so well written. I'm like JK Rowling. Oh, I really enjoyed this chapter. Like, getting into the weeds of it. Ugh. Obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, oh, and then just to even, oh, okay, so then just to, like, deeper the, le deepen the levels, the way Moody slash Barty Crouch deals with the Neville situation 
is disgusting. Like, oh yeah, I have like, a lot of notes on that. Neville gives him the thing, and then he tortures the spider in front of Neville's. Like he, to- he was a part of torturing Neville's parents. I know. Like that's my. And then he's point so note. nice to Neville about it afterwards. And I'm like, you are a sociopath. Like it's so. That's what I want to talk horrifying. about. Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm agreeing. Like, yes, I'm on board with you. My only note before that, which could be at any point during this chapter, is constant vigilance. Real moody or crouch moody? Real moody. You think? But, like, also crouch moody. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Like, no, I, I, I turning I, the face the ca- the camera. But my I, face is the camera. <laughs> yeah, you're, but also real, real moody. moody. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's both because constant vigilance, like, yeah, Barty Crouch. What did he say? I, I can't remember in the fifth one if he says it. I know he talks about the buttocks. <laughs> the wand in your back. I <laughs> see. I guess I always associate constant vigilance with Moody because Barty Crouch. Moody says it all the time, but I feel like it has to be like real. I Moody's think it's catch. real Moody that he knows he says it. That he, yeah. I'm assuming Barty Crouch Jr. knows Moody. Wait, from don't, his dad. In the beginning of this book, do they not joke about constant vigilance? No, no. I don't. None know. of them know him. No, no, not the not the kids. Like, no. No, okay, maybe not. Maybe I, I'm no. making that up. But I just feel like... I, I want to look seems, out for it, it seems, in the later yes. book. It seems like something Moody would say. Yeah, I want to hear it. I also think, though, it's sort of a double thing, though, because, like, Barty Crouch Jr. feels like he needs to be on it because of what, you know, like, he yeah. got caught off guard, you know? I guess. No, I mean, he was, like, rescued or whatever and then put under the curse. It wasn't, like, a surprise attack. But I, I don't think like he was expecting his dad to, like... I don't, yeah, well, I don't think he, well, he didn't know about the whole plan or anything like that. Because he says, like, after he talks about the Imperius Curse, he's like, you should be vigilant. Like, this could happen to you at any time, you know? Um, but I think it's more real moody than... Oh, I definitely think it's a real moody catchphrase. Yeah. Okay, so let's dissect. Let's get into it. Um, one, I'm just gonna read my points. Read your points. One, is it extra evil, um, like, that he... Like, the whole thing with Neville, or is he feeling remorseful, number two? And then, like, my little caveat to the both of those points is, do you think he became more of a follower after being imprisoned, and that kind of pushed him more towards Voldemort, and that, like, in the beginning, he was, like, in it, but, like, he kind of watched Bellatrix do her thing and was, like, a part of it, and then because of everything he went through, like, being in prison, being with the Death Eaters, and then being, like, forced into, like, the life he was, he became more, like, I love Voldemort, and he's gonna free me from this world. Sorry, that was a lot, and I have more points, but I want to talk about this first. (laughs) Where to begin? Um, I I think he became worse in I definitely think he became more, like, insane in prison slash imperious. Yeah, more, like, Manic and stuff. But I... More, like, psychopathic. Yes. But I think he was a bratty kid who, like... Did you say same? Like, you say, I think he was a bratty kid. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant, like, same. I'm also a bratty kid that wants to join, like, a... A cult. A cult group. No, um... But I think he was a bratty kid that, like, made a rash decision, but I think he, like, went full force into that rash decision. Like, I do not think at all that he was, like... Ah, but I I think about the courtroom scene. Yeah. And he does genuinely seem like... 
But he's like he got over in over his head. But he's so but upset and angry at the other Death Eaters. That's what like I know. that's what like he's but like he says they made me do it, which is so hypocritical of I him. I think he sees like Voldemort as daddy. Not as like not No, I know what you mean. Like he has like daddy issues. So he's he like has daddy issues, he's like bold I and I feel like Voldemort probably like played into that. Like I think I I think that as soon as his dad sentences him to prison, he was like I'm Voldemort's son now, ish, whatever, you know? Yeah, but, but like, I think it was after his dad did that to him. Yeah, I don't, maybe, but he tortures the long bottom. See, it's, like, it's hard because well, you the, know, like, There's what, four of them. Yeah, but, like, still, like. He, he was definitely a part of if it. If you're watching the no, crime. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the same. Like, I, he's <laughs> equally guilty, I mean, but I just mean his, his, if he changed at all. I think it got, obviously got worse after his dad. Yes. I just, it's, it's rough. It's I, rough. Cause I feel like, and I, I'm, I don't think I'm just trying to see the good in him. I do think that he feels bad for Neville and my like only support for that is like one, he is genuinely nice to him. Um, and two, like, I think that he asks about Neville with the other teachers and that's how he finds out that he's good at herbology because he specifically asked about Neville. Yeah, I think I get it. See, for me, I, because I've seen the movie so many times, I sometimes, like, I think this is a really good conversation, first of all, because I think in the movie, they make a choice to, like, they change all of Dobby's parts to Neville's parts. Right. And so it makes it, it makes Barty Crouch Jr.'s, like, motivations completely different in the movie. Well, because he befriends yeah. Neville in the movie so that he can, like, use him, use him to get Harry, Which like, he the things he does use him a little bit in this one, but only for planting the book. Yeah. And I, I, it's, um, I mean, I would love to go down this journey. I don't know if I want to think, I don't. I don't want to see good in him. Because there's also, like, this whole, like, if you're a psychopath, I know, like, there's you, that, like, want everyone to, like, trust you and, like, Right, like and you, I feel like he might, like, like having, the, like, knowing what he I did know, to Neville's I parents know, I and getting to know him, too. So I think it could go either way. Personally, I would like it better if he, like, does genuinely feel bad, knowing that, knowing what he knows and how he's been through the Imperious Curse. He's like, I'm but not a good person. Yeah. yeah, I know what I'm saying, but, like, he's like, I know what it's like, and maybe I... Maybe, and I feel bad about this, but I, I, I don't I, know. He also seems like someone who is really invested in power only because of like, he follows, he, likes he, folds, <laughs> he, follow, he follows Voldemort. So yeah. like, so like Neville's not a particularly powerful wizard. Like he asks about Neville, but it might be sort of like. I think it's a creepy thing. Like, I think it's a, I read it as, like, a psychopath kind of thing. I, I mean, I definitely read it like or that, Or a sociopath too. And kind I was of kind of making the argument for both. And, like, just, yeah, I don't know if he's, and, oh, my other notes are just, like, if only Neville knew who he was. I know, it's, it's heart-wrenching. It is awful. It's another level, JK, like. Like, that is, like, messed up. It's messed up. And honestly, they don't ever deal with it. Like, they never talk about and it. And Neville, like, starts to really like Moody. Like, he gives him that book. 
Also, all of the Gryffindors are shite friends. Just saying, for one thing. Because Dumbledore calls out Harry and was like, you never asked Neville why he lives with his grandmother, you piece of shit. And what? Harry's like, no, I don't care about Neville. Because nobody cares about it's Neville. really. I think Hermione ne- does somewhat, but like I think still. when Neville, I think in this book Neville gets friends. I think this is the book where he starts becoming friends with Jenny, really good friends with Jenny. Well, they go to the Yule Ball. I know, but I'm saying I, that's what I choose to believe. Yeah, but I choose I to think believe he Hermione's becomes good friends like with patronizingly Jenny. friends yes, with him. I agree, but I think in this book, I, I think like, she does care about him, but it's also like. This is one of the few people that I am, like, above in certain... Because, like, she's not well-liked either. Yeah. I think when he proves himself later, she starts to like him more. Oh, but yeah. I definitely think she, like... But Harry never respects Neville until he gives him the instructions to kill the snake. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, until he comes back and Neville's like, here's all the things I've done. Yeah. It's still in the seventh one. Like, Harry doesn't... Yeah. He's not mean to Neville, though. No, no, but he doesn't respect him. And, and I think, obviously Ron doesn't, because Ron And I think Ron. we have a different view of it, because, like, we're reading it from an outsider's, view, like, point of view. Yeah. But, like, not everybody's friends with everybody. No. Like, I don't think, Just in, in I don't think realistically, Harry is, like, until late, like, later, I think they but have a lot to be Neville friends over. him and Ron as his best friends, I think. Right now. I know. But later, I, I genuinely believe in the Silver Trio because it's too sad if it's not. I believe that Luna. Neville, Ginny, and Luna become best friends. That is what I believe. And I think it works because of what we know about them in the seventh. And so that's what I choose to believe. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do think he becomes really good friends with them. But now, he, you know, like, he cares more about Harry and Ron than Harry and Ron care about him. For sure. Which is sad. It's sad, but there's always that person in the I friend know. group. There's always somebody that, like, you know, is better, be- like, and I'm not saying your best friend, but yeah. you're not my best friend. Oh, like, it's, it's such a middle school-y. This, they, they are, are in middle school. They are yeah. in middle school, basically. Or high like, school thing. Like, yeah. I just remember having friends like that. And, yeah. like, it is awkward because it's like, well, actually, I want to hang out with this other person. <laughs> <laughs> um. Or yeah. somebody did that to me where I thought, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not saying that I was Queen B. <laughs> yeah. It's it's rough. It is certainly not great. This has been a sad, sad chapter. Uh, and there's five of them. It's an odd number, which is really terrible. Yeah. In the boys, I mean. In this fic that I've been... It's like three, my mom. <laughs> my mom's rule. Oh, about, your mom like, rule three. three. Yeah. Um, in this fic I've been reading, they the Marauders are roommates with Frank Longbottom for, like, Aww. all of the years. And Frank just, like, isn't in their friend group. And I'm, like, I feel bad for Frank at all times. Like, I'm sure Frank has his own friends, but that's, like, all of the boys. It's just the Marauders yeah. and Frank. I kind of thought Frank was maybe a year older. S- see, some people write him a year older, and I think that's nicer. Better. It's yeah. better. And they're all in the same year yeah. with nobody else. Yeah, I don't like... Because, like, they begrudgingly take Peter. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. I don't like to think about Frank just being alone, with, and then, like, there. Alice. Yeah, but, like, not until later. Because I also think of Alice as not being in the same year as Lily, so. Yeah. Because she has other friends, too. Yeah. Yeah, she has all of her girlfriends. See, that happens, too. Yeah. 
So was, I don't I don't think they are in the same year. I, I don't think so in canon, but in this fic they are. And I'm like, what? Why are you just... Uh, and they're always, like, planning stuff. And I'm like, is Frank just in the bedroom? <laughs> and I feel like Seamus is mean enough that, like, he wouldn't ever want to have all the hang out with him or Dean and their, like, boyfriendism. Yeah. Because they're, like, too busy being boyfriends. Oh, my God. I totally agree. <laughs> um... Um... Okay, let's get back on. <laughs> um, thank God for Hermione just, like, putting an end to the whole thing. Hermione is such a, a queen in this episode. A and gem. A gem. She's a real gem. Um, uh, there's no counter curse. There's no block in the killing curse. Um, I think that Hermione can't help but, like, give the answer, even though she, like, doesn't yeah. want to say it. She's like, but I still do it. <laughs> I know it, so I have to say it. I, I think that's so funny. Also, just, like, bad job at naming it. Why would you name something, like, what the actual curse is? So that means you have to say the curse every time you're naming it. I think you're supposed to say the killing, the killing curse. Like, I don't understand why Hermione says, like... I mean, I'm assuming that's just what it calls and then it's, like, referred to as the killing curse. But, like, Imperius curse is different than Imperio or the Cruciatus yeah. curse is different than Crucia. Like... Come on. Like, don't say the words that are the curse. Yeah, but you... Yeah, I thought the exact same thing, but I also had trouble thinking of what it would be called. I know. If not the Avada Kedavra. Like... The Kedavrian curse. <laughs> like, cadaver. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. It's a Latin word, the one that she came up with for Avada Kedavra. It, ugh, I hate it. It's I love it's like it, saying but, like, it's... the sound- M-B word. Mud blood, oh. which you get upset with. I, I do get upset when you catch. <laughs> so I was saying say NB. I know, but I did. <laughs> I, I just started saying things were sad when we got to this point of the chapter. I said Harry thinking about his parents, frowny face. <laughs> I don't think that Hermione is impressed by Moody's tactic as everyone else, and then I was like, neither is Harry. Is this a clue about Moody? Um, I don't think Harry is upset with Moody I think Harry is just having his own moment where I think Hermione is like actually like against what Moody is teaching and I have a note well he because Harry says like everyone thought it was some sort of spectacle and he didn't think it was very funny yeah like I think what he but I think that's because of clearly about his history but I don't think like Hermione I think judges Moody for this action and I don't think Harry judges Moody. I think mm-hmm. Harry's more just like affected Upset, yeah. by it. Um I did say though and you can please disagree with me, but I don't like if it was real Moody and he had done this lesson, I think it is important. That was going to be my question for you. Not a, not a quiz question, but um we'll just re- I'm going to get Sorry, one one side note. I think it was a weird point of view change when they started talking about Harry's parents' death because it was in Harry's perspective and then it changed to, like, third-person omniscient yeah, in the middle. it was weird. Sorry. Um, yeah, I said, is this an important lesson at this age, question mark, because he even says, like, normally it's not taught till sixth year, which I'm going to come back to that. And then why do you think that Moody Crouch, 
Why do you think Moody Crouch is something? Is he actually a good teacher? I do think he's a really good teacher. So that's basically the rest of my notes on this chapter. Like, I have a lot of notes on this chapter, but I think Moody Crouch is a great teacher. And I think this is an important lesson. And I think that maybe it's young if the things that were happening weren't happening. But it gets really confused. But nothing's be- happened yet because Voldemort doesn't come back till the end. Right, but I think everyone is aware of the things that are happening around there and the Sirius's letter at the end of this chapter where it's like Dumbledore brought in Moody so he knows like what's going on and I think real Moody might have done something drastic like this if he did like constant vigilance like he would be preparing those kids yeah I was like real Moody or fake Moody I don't know I don't know because I don't know real Moody yeah I don't but I I do think it's important I think that it's good for a sixth year, which is what he says, like, it normally is taught. So, my fan theory that I'll just, like, you know, tease here Mm -hmm. is that potentially fake Moody uses putting the Imperious Curse on all those students to his advantage. What do you mean? That was just my tease. Oh. That he literally puts the Imperious Curse on those students to use them as pawns in his, like, bigger scheme and doesn't lift it from them. And he Ooh. finds out that Harry is not susceptible to it and can put it on him. Interesting. Ooh. So just, like, let that simmer. Because I haven't fleshed it out completely, but that was my thought. Because I thought it was going to happen in this chapter, and then I was like, oh, it happens in a later chapter. Interesting. It doesn't really work out completely, but I was well, just Well, like, I also am confused as why he would want to teach Harry specifically I know. To, to fight I off the Imperious Curse. I think he lets his curious nature get a better of him. He's like, how is this boy able to fight it off when I took years to do it? I also think, like... Because he's he, like, watch his eyes. Like, he's so mesmerized I also... It. Yeah, I also think, like, he's... Voldemort's supposed to be the most power. He follows Voldemort. Because Vol- yeah. And Voldemort's supposed to be the most powerful. And Harry's the only wizard that has been known to stop him. And even in this chapter, he's obsessed with that. I so I think he's really mesmerized by, by Harry's yeah. power. And he wants to test him. But I also think, like, overall, because of his experience with Imperius, I think he just wants to teach people how to... Like, I think he just hates that spell now. And wants to teach the kids how yeah. to... Potentially. Oh, potentially. Who knows? That seems like a pretty innocent action. But to use an unforgivable curse on students? No, I'm saying it seems like an innocent, like, want to oh, yeah. just to teach them how to. Like, that I definitely don't think Dumbledore gave the okay for. Because yeah. Dumbledore would, like, Dumbledore does care about the safety of his students, I think. See, yeah, but I even don't disagree with that. Like, I think there's no way to learn how to fight off the Imperious Curse unless... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, it's not like he's doing, like, cruciatus on them. And if he was a trusting, uh, like, a teacher that you trusted, I don't know. It's like when you're learning self-defense, like, you have to have, like, someone come at you to learn how to fight it. Like, there's no other way to, like, properly learn that. So, I... it's It's a really great area that it becomes very upsetting when you find out that he is a Death Eater. Yeah. 
So I think it's a really interesting theory, and I will think on it and think yeah. about it for the rest of the book. Um, why do you think, yeah, I guess, well, we, you already answered this. Like, why do you think he's teaching him these spells? Like, if he's, like, on Team Voldemort, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what is his M.O.? Is it just because he's, like, kind of enjoying teaching and that power again? But, yeah. um... I don't know. And he, like, he's, like, write this down. Like, so he's, like, actually doing stuff with them. Yeah, he's, like, doing a re- He's, like, doing a great job of... I think that she must have just, like, played into the fact, like, I'm just gonna do this, like, as if he was, like, re- regular Moody. I yeah. think when she was right. Which is fine. Like, I'm not mad at her, but I, I'm wanting to, like, look into every He's, like, thing. a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, too good, I think. We, we've said that yeah. before. Not but, in this book. But I also think, like... He has to be a good actor to fool Dumbledore. Right. So it's it's interesting to me certain things that he does, but also he has to get Harry on his side. And I think that's also kind of a hard feat. I guess. Like without coming off beca- coming off suspicious. He doesn't want to get too close to it. Right. Him, like yeah. he can't be like Yeah, I was just confused about his tactics with Neville. Was it just to give him the book? Was it just to be sadistic? Like, was he trying to, like, make amends? I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was just ducked up. That's what I have in my notes. Because I wonder if he has the same mission as Voldemort. Or if... Yeah, what are his motivations? Right. Because... Neville is a pureblood wizard. <laughs> I was gonna say which. Even Voldemort doesn't want to like kill everybody. Like he yeah. just wants to be powerful. He even doesn't kill Neville because he's like, why spill magical blood? Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. Is it just like he's like, oh, I feel bad that this wizard, you know, was the like the result of me having to do that to his parents because I had to do that for Voldemort. Is that, you know... Like, I don't know. Ah, I gosh, have no idea. I can't get I don't into that know. mindset. If you have an idea or theories about this, please talk to us, because I'm at a loss. I don't know. And I find it very difficult to separate Moody and Crouch sometimes. Yeah. And it makes me upset, this whole Neville thing, so... Oh, and just Ron. No tact. No tact. That's my next note. Ron, what... I said, Ron, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me with that? Um, Basically, sorry to give you, like, an update on what Ron did. Like, he's like, wow, that lesson was so cool. He just, like, killed that spider. Just, and like, it just died. It just, I was like, oh, my God, Ron. <laughs> All right, I'm at predictions. Okay. Um, yeah, me too. Um, how many of their predictions come true? Like, of just Ron and Harry's, and I was like, yikes. So many. That's, oh my god. This one is too real. The backstab by a friend. Well, the Burns equals dragon. Yeah. Treasured possession is Ron in two. Oh! In, um, task two. Yes! And then the stab in the back by the friend is obviously Moody. So, I said, I'm obsessed with this. And come off worse than a fight. He doesn't, that's the one that I'm like, eh, he doesn't really come off worse in a fight. And well, his head, and he's like not decapitated Voldemort. when he dies, but he does die. Or even, like, Cedric. 
I think, but I was, I tried to deep dive the coming off worse in a fight, and yeah. I think it, it kind of comes off worse because nobody believes him that Voldemort's yeah. back. That's a deep, that's like well, a I don't think the decapitation at all. I think that's just, like, silly. Yeah. But these, I think, are all specific to this book, not even, like, yes. down the road. Yes, exactly. Oh, I didn't, I was trying to come up with treasured possession, and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Nice. Love it. Great job, J.K. Rowling. I just said, what mystery is she creating here with Fred and George? Because, like, at this point in the book, I had no idea what was going on with them. And I was like, what are they writing about? Like, I was so curious about what she was, like, trying to create with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, like, little, uh, inquiry about their galleons. And then I think the next chapter is when, when they blackmail and Harry, they, they're both at the Owlery at the same time, Harry and the... Oh, and he's with Ron. Mm-hmm. They go and take a letter to Sirius, or or that's later in the book. Yeah, but. because I think next chapter is when they do their plan to, like, fool the Goblet of Fire, like the names. Well, they yeah, they at least come, Bobatons and whatever. Yeah. But there's another chapter in this book where Ron and Harry, oh, they just became friends again. Mm. It's right after the first task, and George and Fred are at the Ellery at the same time. And yes. Ron hears them say, like, blackmail. Blackmail! Whatever. Later. Um, later. You seem to be drowning twice. <laughs> I loved this little banter with Hermione. But you seem Water. to be drowning twice. I, I, and then he takes away one of the drownings. And he changes it to something yeah. else. S-P-E-W! Spew! Please sing a song about spew. <laughs> I am on the spot. Okay, let's see. Um, give me an S. S. Give me a P. This isn't a sign. This, this is just isn't a just chant. a chant. Um, but like, sing. sorry. Poor, like the Spanish for. Do you mean to give you like a B? Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> doing like slam poetry for uh, spew. Uh, I thought we were like the house elves. <laughs> Hermione. No, I can't. I can't. She's for the house elves. They've been treated wrongly. Wrongly. So she created her society. Spew, spew, spew. For the promotion of elfish welfare. Spew, spew, spew. Wow. So there's your song. It was really creative. Um, is there a similar movement of like person's like being saved quote-unquote and not wanting to be and like is Hermione like white knighting is she wizard splaining or is it all cool because I think it's mostly cool I think it's mostly cool I I think what it is happening is JK Rowling is a little bit of a white feminist here not white feminist that's a little harsh I think she's a little bit of a um a like we white need a wa- yeah white savioring with yeah. Hermione, but like Hermione, like I think J.K. Rowling isn't aware of the white saviorism that she's implying by this metaphor. It's a little bit like that whole Avatar Pocahontas syndrome thing that happens. Yeah, but I do think Hermione needs to do this though, and she's the only one that's doing it. Because like so, they, it's like a well, I guess maybe is there another instance where you know you're doing well I guess anytime you talk about like um 
a lot of disabilities, like, people that can't speak for themselves, like, Mm -hmm. advocates um, for, like, um, you know, autism or, you know, Down syndrome, like, people that can't necessarily... I mean, some people can, but... uh, I think it gets really good when Dobby starts fighting for it, too. Yeah. Because then it becomes more of, like, a dual effort, and it... The metaphor works a little bit Like, you obviously need allies to, like, make changes. Like, no one's gonna vote until, like, they're... Right, exactly. like, you do... Like, I'm not... I'm definitely not criticizing Hermione. I just wanted to, like... Maybe, like, just draw attention to yeah, it. Yeah, it is and a little is bit. Is it a little too much in some ways? I don't think it's too much, but I do think it's, like, kind of dated itself, you know? Yeah. You know, and we know sometimes J.K. Rowling, like, best intentions, her, like, metaphors she don't, tries, don't always, like, go She tries to, to be, you know, the perfect everything. Like, she tries too hard to be, like... I'm for this movement, I'm for this movement, and then she, like, loses, like, what the movement, I think, is really about sometimes. Yeah, I think, like, she loses what, yeah, the her, she definitely loses her metaphors, but I also think things like this are important, and, like, the, like, the Lupin metaphor, and, like, all of her, and, like, the metaphor about Dementors, like, I do think all of her metaphors, though, like, sometimes problematic, are really important that because just somebody's saying it. Somebody's saying it, and because it really does teach kids to be better. Yeah. You know, and, and to this fight is like, for things. And this is a very different time that this. Like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but it was a very different time. Yeah, and I think right now we have a lot of kids and young people that are speaking up for things that uh, like issues that they care about and stuff like that. And I'm not saying like obviously it was it's related, a direct correlation, but it's, like, but it's like I don't remember that happening as much when I was younger. But I remember being like very impressed that Hermione kept up with this. Yes. Even though everybody was telling her not to do Agreed. it. And nobody was supporting her. And then when Dumbledore was like, yeah, Hermione's right, I was like, I was really like, oh, and I I valued Hermione more after, like, just even one person was like, yeah, Yeah. that's important. And, like, the whole thing with Sirius and Creature and all of that stuff, it was, like, really big. Yeah. Um, Okay, my next note is Ron. Oh, boy. To what? They like, oh, it's not an excited oh boy. I'll change my, uh, I'll change my yeah, intonation. Yeah, take your back. Ron, oh boy. They like being enslaved. Yeah. Ron is Kanye. That's what I know. That's what my notes are. I don't know what that's a reference to. Though. It's a reference to Kanye being like black people like chose to be enslaved. You didn't know that Kanye say that said that. I already don't like Kanye, so that yeah, does not that's make his me like him that's more. his latest thing. He did it right before his next album dropped, and everyone that was black was like, "Hey," and like other people, obviously not just black people, but we were like, "Hey, <laughs> yo, we're not just gonna Let we're that not gonna slide. yeah, like we're not gonna buy your album. You're a piece of shit." Yeah, and then Kim Kanye K had to release her own statement saying like, "I have different views than my husband." Wow. Um, oh, serious, you sweet boy. Oh, I know, which seems like a you note. Calling him a sweet boy, but, um, just, like, coming back because Harry needs him most. I know, I know. And, um, prelude to Harry's angst. And on Hedwig, too. Come on. But before we quite get there, can we, like, talk about Hermione's choice to make Ron treasurer? 
are you making a thing because he's probably not very good with money? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also Harry is secretary. secretary. He's never taken notes a day in his <laughs> life. These were choices. No, he tried to his first day of potions and, then and got yeah, got all that. Because so. Snape sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Though that was basically my. Oh, I also have a note that says tattoo idea, and it's about Sirius's letter. Can I see it really quick? What if I got like um. Keep your eyes open. Yeah, keep your eyes open, and then, like, Sirius's signature. I don't know. No, bad? Okay, maybe not. But I just like Sirius's signature. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I like the keep your eyes open. But yeah, it's good. It has a lot of double meanings. Yeah. But it doesn't have double meaning in the book. Right. So that's fair. I just, I I'm just know. gonna keep a running tab of things, because, I you know, I'm on the lookout yeah. for my tattoo. So that was, like, an area where I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, that was my last note. Was sweet, oh. sweet, serious. My next note says, "Hedwig is so sassy." Oh yeah, but Harry's being a dick to Hedwig. Oh yeah, but I just think like it was. I just love every time Hedwig is sassy. <laughs> she like whops, walks him with her her wing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's my last note. Although I do think it's horrifying the way this, like, chapter ends, but, like, w- the way, like, he's like, oh, uh, Harry and Neville are both, like, not sleeping because they're thinking about I their know. trauma of Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yeah. Alright, are we ready to champ and rat? Wait, we have to, um, trivia. Ooh, we quiz first. That's correct. I'll never learn this order. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. That's why I'm here. That's why you keep me around. That's true. What book oh God. does Neville get from Moody? Mm-hmm. Uh, magical... Water, plants, oh my god, I like knew you were gonna ask this question, so I like studied it, where is it, Mediterranean, wait, say it all again, uh, magical water plants of the Mediterranean, perfect, yes, oh, for Alex, in her OWL, oh, wow, I'd like to thank Molly and my mom and nope. Jesus. I'm watching the Emmys right now. <laughs> yeah, we're literally pausing the podcast every time the Emmys comes back on it or recording in snippets. Don't, not, not the don't whole thing. Don't tell them that. The don't episode, tell them Just that. the last bit. You can probably tell that we're pausing and coming back. <laughs> it's just um, being, we're just being transparent. That's okay. not nominated this year. Um, yeah, uh, Yikes. Am I right? Okay, anyway. <clears throat> take a sip. Ooh. Um, okay. Um, oh, I have a bad one. What is the Gryffindor password in this chapter? In this chapter? Yes. No idea. It. I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even have a... Think of rocks. Sedimentary. 
igneous boulder dash. Oh. Like a boulder. It's a game. Yeah. Boulder dash is a game. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a board game. I was thinking of, like... Boulder dash. I remember that being a password. I just didn't know it was this chapter. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that education. You know what? You're so, so welcome. Um, who is your champion? Um, I have a funny one, Hedwig. Uh-huh. <laughs> for the lacking of yeah and I feel like she deserves better but then for real Hermione although I did have Hermione in parentheses and Hedwig like not <laughs> and then who's your rat because I have to say mine together okay my rat is moody slash moody crouch um I mean really moody crouch mm-hmm. because I I do think that he was fucking with Neville in yeah. my heart but I like don't want that to be true yeah. for Neville's sake not for Moody's sake. It doesn't look Moody good. Moody Crouch. So, my champ is Mad-Eye. Because, okay. As the teacher? As the teacher. Because I really think he, like, I agreed with his lesson, and I think it was, like, a really, really exciting first class, and I think they do need to be prepped. Like, whether it's too young for them or not, Harry definitely uses this skill later, I think. Like, these, like... In, so this is sort of like a important that he gets this information. Yes, kind of thing. So I chose Mad Eye, the teacher, as my champion, and I and I really like, and I and it's hard because I'm trying to think back. I wanted to in this book think back to when I was very first reading it, and I loved Moody. Like yeah. it was like a real heart. Like I was like oh, okay, we don't have Lupin, but we have Moody. And I think J.K. Rowling definitely does that because even Harry compares Moody's teaching style to, to, Lupin. to Lupin's. And it makes you feel that way, and it's really rude of her. But, um, so, like, I'm trying to think back to when I first, like, and I loved that he took care of Neville, and I loved that he gave Neville that book. Like, because, like you said, it was the first person to really care about it. How many points did you give it? I gave it 150 chapter uh, points. I gave it 100 points, too. But... Um, my rat is, um, Barty Crouch. Oh, sorry. I, I assume des- that. Sorry. Destroys, destroys yeah. me and it. Um, and next week is Bo Battens and Durmstrang. How do, to listen to the next episode, how does Durmstrang arrive? In what vessel do they arrive? In what vessel? Yes, I love that. Um, yeah, great episode. Went deep dive. Sorry, it's a long one, but not sorry. Um... Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, If you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews, and, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.